You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Defiance After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Defiance After Show. Oh, the sweet, soothing sounds of Bear and Brendan McCreary. Hey, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another Defiance after show. I am your host. I am Matt Lieberman, here with the inimitable Scott Moore. Yes, yes. Hello. And Mr. Nando Velazquez. Hello, everybody. Hello there. Yes, and we are doing episode 109, If I Ever Leave This World Alive, part two of our uh, After the uh, Stunning Cliffhanger last week. Discovering that we've got an outbreak on our hands mm-hmm. of uh, a deadly IRAF flu. Yeah. And for those of uh, those of us who, well, when I say us, I mean not me, who were playing the video game and trying to find the cure in San Francisco. Yes. Yes. Or they had been trying to find yeah. the cure, and apparently they, they did. They found it. They found it. Thanks, Thanks gamers. players. Thank mm-hmm. you, gamers. Thank you, you gamers. helped Smart save Defiance. Gamers, you. Oh, my God. Yes. So happy that they saved Defiance. Mm-hmm. Uh, with you did an, it, guys. With you an did old it. ICBM, uh, which, which uh, fell two clicks outside of town. Yes. And a PlayStation yes. 3 or Xbox, depending on your preference. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or okay. PC. Or PC. Or PC. Yes. Many people play on PC. Yes. So, Most um, people play on the PC. This outbreak set up, uh, you know, the... It was a kindling for a great fire of, like, my favorite kind of science fiction story where everyone uh, is split off into factions. They all have different opinions about a high-stakes situation, Mm -hmm. and there really isn't enough time to debate it endlessly. People are just going to act, and it's going to affect other people, and not everyone is going to survive. There's a lot of fear going on in Defiance over this plague. A lot of fear, Mm -hmm. because only humans die from it. Arafians carry it, but show no symptoms. All the other uh, Votans are safe, but old prejudices come back out that they have towards the Irats. We, we learn that uh, in the old diaspora, uh, Castes would lure Arathians into caves and uh, kill them, them with, yeah. uh, with chlorine gas. But did you know, now this is a funny thing though, chlorine gas was actually used back in the 20s when people were sick. You would go into a chamber and breathe in chlorine gas. I mean, that just seems so crazy to me now. It was supposed to be a healthy way of getting better. I did not know that. Yes, our former president, Calvin Coolidge, actually did that. Our doctors were once very, very stupid. Yes, the more (laughs) you know. I was waiting for that. Yes. 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 The more we know, the less they knew. Uh, Yes. I just thought that was crazy. So we're dropped right into this thing, and the town council is panicking. You've got Daytac and another Casty on mm-hmm. the council who's just so far up Daytac's ass. Mm. He's just <laughs> he's just kissing the inner the inner rim mm. of it. And uh, uh, Rafe suggests 
let's just shove all the all the irats in into the mines mm-hmm. for safekeeping to protect mm-hmm. them from bigots uh, to protect them from themselves yeah but really he's just he's just afraid and he doesn't want anyone to 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 get this sickness which uh his daughter Christy gets the disease but we're not entirely it's not entirely made clear how she got it considering that she was up in the arch the whole time <laughs> until she suddenly had the disease mm-hmm. that's a good point yeah it's yeah a, it was it's a, a very quick uh, transferring disease apparently it's well it's very quick yeah. you touch someone and, and it's, it's just you got it donezo uh yeah. everyone's in an uproar and uh you know the Arafians who are just finally getting on good terms with everyone in defiance. They just want everyone to get better. They they're ashamed of what's happening. They they're very sorry about it, but they don't want to be pushed around like they have been in the past. They know what's coming. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's that's a pretty fair assessment of of the Iraq. I mean, they they are proud people. They they uh, yeah. it, it was really interesting to see uh, Daytac and the Casties. Uh, how they compared the Arathians as unclean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, kind of a, like, like an Indian caste system. Yeah, yeah, yeah like having that, that racial way. tension come out and, and wanting to have them put an in interment and to, out. And to have them, them away. yeah, to have them, you know, thought of as disease carriers, mm-hmm. kind of like they're rats or, or, yeah. or pigeons or something. Well, it's funny. You look at, you look at, you know, the humans in Defiance are very, you know, classic American or modern American, uh, if you will. Uh, castathens are very it's a caste system and uh, they are very aristocratic mm-hmm. they have a lot of honor in that way in many ways they're kind of like the uh, the English and uh, the English settlers to the Irathians more American Indian type mm-hmm. that you're that you're describing or the I was thinking Indian country oh India the country yeah yeah I'm thinking like the untouchables in India for mm-hmm. example but it's very similar because uh, to the caste system in India I would say oh absolutely yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's across all of those, but it also fits in. It also fits in with the U.S. I mean, right. it fits in with the uh, with with historical times exactly here in America. And you know, it, it it calls to mind the kinds of decisions, even that like Jack Bauer would have to make on Twenty Four, where there's not enough time yeah. to you know to debate this. I'm going to torture somebody till I get the information that I need. Uh, Rafe doesn't care to involve Nolan mm. and have Nolan interject his opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lock these Iraths up. In a mine before my whole family dies in this in this burning feverish plague, mm-hmm. um, and it, it kind of brought out the worst in everybody. Mm-hmm. Which but, you know you see a lot of disaster type things tend to do. You can get the worst brought out. You get the best, but you also get the worst brought out of a lot. Well, of there's a lot of racism going yes. on. A lot of lot of racism between the the Votan uh, races, and mm-hmm. then of course the America uh, the Americans the humans, the humans are scared, yes. senseless, yeah. to doing this. E-Rep has completely surrounded the town. Yeah. Uh, which, like, begs the question, uh, well, the the plague spread from San Francisco. How did the plague even start? Like, in the last episode, before we learned, you know, a, its connection to San Francisco and to the game, mm-hmm. I thought, had E-Rep sprung the plague on Defiance to wipe them out? Which is a possibility. Which is a possibility. But, yeah. I, I, you know what, after, I think we did, I did predict that, and after listening to the explanation... Uh, when Nolan and Connor went out to uh, talk to the E-Reps out there. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that's possible because, uh, of course, the E-Reps are all about humans being in control. And why would they want to set a plague out that kills humans sure. and leaves well, leaves most of the Votan? Right? Oh, well, all I, of I them was gonna, I was going to say because they didn't like 
these humans that are here in defiance and their power sure, because they didn't want to work with them. That so. would only make sense if they had a cure, and they didn't. San mm-hmm. Francisco had a cure. Erap did not. And they didn't want to. Yeah, they didn't want a chance anyone getting out or, or even giving yeah. them a cure at first. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I still think you know they. I still think when I was watching it that it could have been possible they wanted them to make sure they died off because they were well, in agreement with them and they could come in and take it over. Just based on the logic that they said, it just sounds yeah. more like a, like the collective, like the Botanist Collective would be more behind something like this if mm-hmm. anyone would be behind this, if there which, was a power. Which, do yeah, you think that's that that's possible? I would think there's a possibility of that, yeah. but I would yeah. also think that if you were going to do a plague like that, mm-hmm. why not do it at Ground Zero, which would be New York? Yeah. Why, why, why not be at the Capitol? You're absolutely right. Rap. Why take it all the way, 3,000 miles away? So uh, just try and disperse the, pro- the problem as quickly as possible. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, it's kind of like it's one of those classic uh, frontier town moments where everyone, where there's, there's very little hope to be had. And Connor specifically, you know, he doesn't believe that there's any hope that this is ever going to get better and he's just going to drink until he catches the plague and dies. Yeah. Well, I love mm-hmm. the vo- I love that Connor's gotten the conscious this episode. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and uh you know, he he was very revealing this episode. Yes. Well, he had to be cuz he was not <laughs> he was long for, not this, long world. for this world exactly. Just, yeah. he, he got a chance to just show his <laughs> kind true of self. Redeem himself a little bit yeah, there. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. It's like we know this side. guy's dying. What yes. information yeah. What is all the information we ever wanted him to Let's give to people? Right away. Let's just dispense. Yes. still had to wear that dorky zoot suit, though. I know, going, with uh, the shiny uh, shirt. Uh, that, you know, that and like, lost a few had points. Had to wear there. that to the yeah. end. Yeah. And I'm kind of bummed, and we're going we're gonna to get into uh, Connor and Nolan and their whole relationship in mm-hmm. a second. Uh, but I'm kind of bummed that, that Connor's dead, if only because when they were walking away from E-Rep, I kind of saw, okay, I like this like tag team, <laughs> Fedora and Camel Face. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. They, did, they did make a good little buddy movie type of a couple. Exactly, because they're, yeah. they're radically different. They're both, you know, alpha male guys, mm-hmm. but they're radically different in their demeanor and, and, and their and, skill sets and how they get things done. And there was a lot of male bonding going on. We learned a lot about the relationship between Connor and Amanda. Yes. Too, we're we're going to get into it yes, in a second. We, yeah, we yeah. learned quite a bit this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of things. Um, I, I want to very quickly talk about Arissa before she gets yes. lost, lost in the mm-hmm. shuffle here. Uh, Arissa banding together with her people. Mm-hmm. Sukar is still in the deep sleep. He's still mm-hmm. in a coma. Uh, and and of course Nolan has not forgotten this and and the effect that he's had on Arissa and she's she's in the cage with uh, with these other Irathians she's praying to Urzu she she's prizing her connection to her people more and more as the season goes on do you think that that has any connection to uh, her experience with the whole kind of like death god thing and the fact that you know she may in fact have this great spirit in her. I think she's still looking for answers, if, if yeah. that's what you mean. I was yeah. going to say that, too. And also, she's getting to know more of them, and she's getting this connection that she didn't have before. Yeah. So I think that's part of it as well. Well, and she's she, I her think... like people. And it, it's interesting the connection Arissa has with everybody in Defiance, because, as I, as I said before, they, they, we, they, um, the cast has... Cassie's already said that... Uh, that the IRAFs were um, unclean, yeah, and that they were already like really low down in their caste system, so to speak. But Arissa doesn't seem to fall under that. Rafe still has the uh, 
the respect enough to talk to her, even though he's going to arrest her and doesn't go through Nolan first, they still seem to have a demeanor with her. They don't treat her like they treat the other Arathians. Well, she's the only one that they have a relationship Mm -hmm. with. Yeah, and I think they also fear Nolan a little bit, too. And I think that's also why Arissa doesn't have a problem fighting these guys, Mm because I think she realizes that she's going to have Nolan show up, even, even though she's upset at her dad yeah mm-hmm. she still feels that nolan will come and and at least even the odds a little bit yeah, yeah that we'll, ha- dingbat- we'll, we'll have her back yeah, yeah. we'll have her back yeah. Yeah. yeah that dingbat chucked rafe off a roof I know. oh wow that was a good <laughs> that was that awesome was a good scene. yeah she I, does not care yeah i was not i was not expecting that. i was like wow that's why i love her uh, so much she's so awesome she is but <laughs> but i was gonna say in this episode too we saw her kind of getting back with nolan on, on good terms yeah she, yeah you know she I think she needed that. I think Nolan needed a win when it comes mm-hmm. to her because oh, she was she was getting farther and farther away. So here's here's a struggle for her to get back to Nolan and realize that and Nolan it was, was good there to see because I kept thinking that there might have been a further divergence before. Yeah. Well, another thing, like together. even beyond Nolan, she functions as one of the law keepers. Yeah. She mm-hmm. is a member of the Defiance community. Mm-hmm. She's a member of the Defiance Authority. Mm-hmm. She is part of the government. You know, so she's gonna get a bit of leeway either way, uh, no matter what situation is going to is going to arise. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I want to talk really quickly about um, a movie that uh, that Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro, who founded After Buzz TV, made earlier this year. It's called The Adventures of Serial Buddies. Uh, it's a super funny movie. It's a it's a dark comedy. It's kind of like Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's available now on streaming and on iTunes for $4.99 uh, to rent, $5.99 to buy. Correct. And uh, so many mm-hmm. people have reached out to AfterBuzz TV thanking us for all the great content that we put out for free. We're doing over 60 shows a week now uh, and over uh, a few million down- millions of downloads weekly. People want to know how can they give back uh, for to us for giving them such great content. And one way that you can give back to AfterBuzz TV is is to check out the movie, rent it, buy it. Uh, all of that money goes right back into AfterBuzz. Uh, we're in the middle of building a new studio. We just built and uh, and posted a brand new website based on uh, user feedback. We're trying to improve the AfterBuzz experience as much as possible so that we can give you the finest quality after show content. And uh, purchasing this movie is is just one part of helping us continue to uh, to improve our content. So we thank you for all your support in that. Yeah, so go ahead and buy uh, or rent The Adventures of City Early yeah, Serial yeah. Buddies. Just go on iTunes, or you can also go on uh, SerialBuddies.com. Yes. And uh, it, while you're on the internet, check out check out the new AfterBuzz yes, TV website. It's a beautiful website. Mm-hmm. As you said, a lot of work's been put into it, and you can tell the second you thousands go on. Thousands and thousands of man hours. It's really, really awesome. And you could just see uh, our show's live streaming like right away. Mm-hmm. It's really, right really now. simple. Right now, it's, you can. Yeah. I'm it's digging it. Live. You might I even be there right now. You, yes. might, you might see us right now. Yeah. You might even be there right now. Uh, cool so back to Defiance Uh, we've got Nolan who's trying to shrug off this plague he's sweating the whole episode we know he's got it Mm -hmm. yeah there's no way he's not gonna get it like the the stakes are so high in this episode how do you make him higher 
every major character who is human gets the play. Except for Rafe. Except for, well, he might have off camera. He might have. <laughs> we don't know. Every, every, okay. And Tommy. We don't see Tommy at and all. We don't see Tommy at know. all in this episode. Tommy was just, he was underground. He was uh, he was sleeping off a bad hangover. Or Kenya. Perhaps. Or yeah. Kenya while, with, you know. Yeah. I guess, especially if anyone has a lot of physical contact, it would be Kenya. <laughs> she, I wouldn't want to know what. Well, not with Arathians, though. Maybe. Maybe. Other humans. Other humans who might be carrying the virus. Yeah. You know what? What if she just had a long weekend with a serious client? She might you know, have. Bacon grease guy was <laughs> yes, back. Yes, and she and tucked away there for the whole weekend. Exactly. Didn't leave. Just cooking up a whole <laughs> mess of alien bacon mm. and pouring it on this dude yeah. till he has no skin left. You know, I would, but I would still think that if her sister was really sick, we she would, would come see out. her. But maybe a she lot. didn't know. She was busy. She was busy. She was busy. She was locked doing away. Doing her job. She was busy. Yeah, she at was, work, she at the busy. office. Yeah, to well, some, care about her dying sister. Sometimes when you're under a deadline and you're under a time crunch, I mean, Stamba wasn't yes, even with her. Know. We didn't get even to see any lesbian, any lesbianism this episode. Well, you know what? Maybe the audience wanted a break. No, it they didn't. Oh, <laughs> good. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. For I that. was just playing devil's advocate that no one cared to even mention because yeah. uh, we men know what we like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> In any case, any case I'm, I, so Nolan is—he's trying to—he's trying to win back favor with his daughter. He knows he's been screwing up for a while, really since they came to Defiance. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know she wasn't happy about that either. And in that in that episode, she got she got shot uh, in the pilot. Or, yeah, yeah. So she, he's been screwing up since the pilot with her, and he wants to reverse the damage done. Uh, and to free the Arathians, but the first things first, he's got to get this cure. So he grabs he grabs uh, Connor after after a serious tete a tete with Amanda. The sexual tension is just just bubbling over hmm. between the two of them, but they couldn't touch. <laughs> they couldn't touch because the plague would spread, and that's the only reason that they couldn't. Um, yeah. So he's, he he piles in the in the uh, in the steampunk Dodge Charger. And and he he drives out into the desert with Connor, and he immediately starts grilling him about his connection to Amanda. And uh, you know, Connor gives us some pretty interesting insight into their relationship. They dated for three years. It was it was really serious. He loved her. He didn't cheat on her, mm-hmm. but he got her pregnant. Even with that outfit, he didn't cheat on her. He couldn't get another girl. <laughs> no, I, when, when, and when he said hey, that, hey, that <laughs> he could get any woman he wants. His shirt is shiny. Enough. Yeah, that's right. That is a sexy, shiny shirt. <laughs> but he stood by her as uh, his girl. Absolutely. He did. He had to fend those, those other girls off. It was yeah. difficult for him. So he got her pregnant. Yeah. I know. I would have like if I was no one. I would think I would have slammed my brakes when he said that. I would have just you know. <laughs> yeah, just the proverbial <laughs> spit take. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he was just kind of like, mm, okay. But I'm surprised. So he intense. got her pregnant, and and uh, at first was a uh, was not really cool with it. Was very worried about bringing up a new baby in this in this new world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby in this new world. And then she was the one who ended it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a big surprise for me. Well, it 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 goes back to that line from the last episode uh, where he said, you know, we yeah. could have been a family yeah. if you had had faith. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. he's he he mentioned he's a very religious guy. He comes from a, a an Irish Catholic the household Catholic family, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he doesn't believe in abortion, even in this you know brave new world of defiance. He doesn't believe in that, and and she did it without his consent. Um, and I'm sure they had a big fight about it, and then she just up and ran. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to. She didn't want to deal with it. And now that he's dead, we'll never know 
I think she was shaken up by his death. I think the fact that she kept those flowers as long as she did signals that she still had feelings for him as complex mm-hmm. as they were. Oh, yeah. Not that she she might have put that to bed in terms of I will never again act on this, but she still loved him, I think. Oh, there was definitely a connection there. But it also goes back even further back in that episode, you know, when they're talking about the the group marriage thing and she has that comment about you know not ever being in love. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to that as well. Like what, you know, with her background, like wonder why she felt that way well like, i think that's just a bald-faced lie but like, did she i mean or does she really feel that way i don't i don't know i think she's too passionate a person to I not too, believe that's in why love. i feel that it was an interesting line that she'd said in those earlier episodes before we were even introduced to connor when when we're on the land coach mm-hmm. in the uh, in the third episode nando and mm-hmm. we were introduced to Olf and Tenity's yeah. group marriage, group and, marriage. Mm-hmm. and she says you know i understand why that works because i don't believe in love and nolan you know cries bullshit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you think that she was lying to protect herself or that that may in fact be her new her new way of of viewing the world especially in a world as confusing mm-hmm. as this future i got. i you know i think that's not a good question it's a good question i don't think it's a question that can be answered at this point because i think we still don't know her motivation as to why that's she it did i mean we did. can't really answer it and, this I, point and because I, of it that, could be but... a lot of reasons it might not be just as simple as she just didn't want to have a baby yeah uh, it could be she maybe she felt her ties to the uh to e-rep would have been that much more solid if she had the baby maybe connor was really deep into e-rep at the time and she needed to get away mm-hmm. and she's just trying to get rid of any trace of of, uh, of a life with him yeah uh maybe she ran off here's a, here's a possibility maybe she had the baby whoa oh, that's a good one that is interesting mm-hmm. she ran off mm-hmm. that's interesting well yeah because I really find it hard to believe that she I, – I, I got to say this just – I'm not trying – I don't want to get into a whole uh, you know political, yeah, political conversation yeah, about yeah. this because I'm sure there are some people who really feel weird about a heroine on a, on a family – this is a somewhat of a family TV show despite the lesbianism. I think this is a little bit you know for all ages. Hey, lesbianism uh, can still be family. It could be still family. Come but on. I think, but I think there, there are all sorts of viewers that have opinions about this yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. And to hit that and then to hit something like this where a heroine is doing something like that, I think that might – draw some eyeballs to some you know some conservative groups might draw some eyeballs but it is a possibility is, that that's what connor that's connor's side of the story yeah, that's what i'm saying we're gonna learn and more. amanda and we're amanda has it. so yeah. uh well now that now nolan is yeah, yeah nolan is armed with this information mm-hmm. he's obviously going to bring it up at some point absolutely yeah. so, so we are going to learn more we're going to get more information yeah. on that so uh, that's why i think that's not necessarily the fairest question to yeah. ask. no it's not but uh, but it's also interesting to think about before we we know yeah. more of like maybe what her reasons were behind it yeah and also just like as much as anyone you know wants love or or desires love in this world where where death is so frequent and and life is so short and things are so confusing Mm -hmm. especially humans who were alive before the wars Mm -hmm. is it less of a priority like that to me is is why i ask the question because it's 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 a very interesting scenario but you know here's something interesting too she did say earlier in the episode there's always hope yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. There's always hope. So again, that line and when Connor said that, that really did shake me. When 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 he said that she, it was her decision to to not have the baby. Because she's the one who believes in hope. She's and the one he's who believes not exactly. Mm-hmm. So just a lot of that. So it just doesn't seem like her character to that's me. That's very interesting, and that's insight. why that's why it kind of rang false. Yeah, I don't know if it rings false, but it just doesn't ring like with the character. So there's definitely got to be a lot more to that. 
or okay. they're, yeah, they're or that's the it. attitude that she has developed exactly, since then. Because there's a reason behind why she did what she well, did at some point. Again, when Grant Bowler was on the show, he just talked so much about how, com- in comparison to other sci-fi shows, this is about like the growth of a of a, mm-hmm. of a nation. Yeah, it's about, and, it's and, about and, hope and, and characters. So and, again, and I I just feel things. this is such a this just feels like so against the stream from what they've been creating. So yeah. we'll see, we'll see. I'm very very curious to see to see what happens on that front. And we bid you, Connor Lang, uh, Mr. Fedora, Such a way to you, go. shiny yes. shirt, Ugh. murdered by Daytactar in cold Ooh. blood. That we was, wish uh, you a fond farewell. And mm. we will miss your shiny shirts as well. <laughs> yes, we will miss the shiny, shiny shirts. Uh, real quick, I just want to ask our viewers, we, we, <laughs> we, uh, we w- would love it if you would... Uh, you know, rate and comment on iTunes and on YouTube. We do love to read the feedback, and we read all of it. Um, yes, we do. Yeah, we love every single one of them. All three of them. <laughs> all three of our reviews. Uh, but seriously, well, that's it, we can read them all. It does. It does affect uh, our ability to to do the show. We love Absolutely. having feedback, and we love that our bosses know how much you love the show. Uh, so, if you could support us, uh, go to iTunes. Uh, rate us, give us five stars, please. Yeah. Leave us a nice comment and let us know uh, what you like about yeah. our program. Yeah, we we uh, we thank you for listening in. Uh, we know we, we rate pretty high up on the AfterBuzz charts, so yes. we know you're listening. So we just love to. Out there. Yeah, so yeah, we, we want to hear from you. We just want to hear some more comments from you guys. Yes, please. Yes. Uh, so I would like to talk. Uh, we we got a little bit into Amanda's love life. But we need to get into her... Uh, oh, her what? Her work life. Oh, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> want to see where you're We're going to get into her professional life. Into okay. her professional into life her, okay. and her dire straits, Nando. <laughs> okay. Where did you think I was going? No idea. Wow, we had Nando. no dirty stuff in no. this episode, Nando. I know. There was Nando no, always I to finds a way some. to go dirty. I wanted to create Nando some. always does because that's the way he is. That's, that's just who he is. Apologies. Yeah, yeah he, loves, he loves the dirty. So... Nan- uh, so, <laughs> what, so, what about me? Yeah, so Amanda. No, so uh, so Amanda is trying to handle this situation as best she can, but she gets the virus. She's stage two, and she and Stama quickly seeing an opportunity by her bedside, trying to convince her to pass power to Daytag. Oh, I, before I forget, I want to talk about that really cool voting system that the council has. Yeah, that was great. That neat little, like, ball Similar. ball trick. Yes. Everybody picks up a white ball and a black ball, mm-hmm. and they, they dump them in the cylinder, and then we reveal it, and we, and see, we see the vote. what their votes were. The I think we need to vote. do that for elections from now on. Can we make that happen? <laughs> I, I think we've got a lot more people to go out and vote. Very cool, very simple. I, yeah. just, I liked I the liked elegance it a lot. of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I liked it a lot. So, Stama is, is by her bedside, convincing, trying to convince her uh, to make Daytac her successor, and she she sees through it right away. She's like, "No effing way! Mm-hmm. Daytac has been on our council for three weeks. You know, this is this for is three not- seconds. I yeah, mean, I feel like the way this time seriously is going. Um, so there's no way I'm giving him control. Mm-hmm. The council Rafe is second in command. Yeah, uh, and as soon as Amanda passes out, Stama. Uh, seeing an opportunity because uh, because Rafe is so overcome with uh, with worry over Christy, mm-hmm. she just swoops in and she makes Rafe you know completely irrelevant and makes Daytac yeah. in charge. Yeah, and such a smooth move there. Exactly, and like uh. I don't even know if Daytac realizes how much he's being played. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think you're right. I don't think he realizes either. She's, it's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell, especially after seeing the last couple of weeks with uh, Stama. 
and how she is a little bit fearful of Daytac. Where uh, if she if she you know she, that's the one thing that happened the past couple of weeks I think with the whole Kenya Sama yeah. uh, affair yeah. that uh, it kind of gave Sama some some of her power went away a little bit it almost seemed like because because of worry about Daytac because if she really can manipulate Daytac she should be able to manipulate him into being okay with uh, possibly with being somewhat okay with this whole relationship she's having with Kenya right now or be able to mm-hmm. uh, sway him in some sort of way. But here's the thing. I don't know. He, she can manipulate him as long as he thinks he is on her side. Mm-hmm, that's, yeah. Honor, mm-hmm. and his, his honor in particular, cannot be affronted. This, yeah. you know, her relationship with Kenya is an affront to his honor. It's an affront to their marriage. Yeah, uh, he would consider it cheating, even though an affront he to his sleeps... masculinity and his control. You know, in that even sense. though he sleeps with Kenya as well, he yeah, would consider it cheating because that's exactly. a typical machismo. Uh, yes. you know, Move. doesn't matter yeah. if you're human or not. And yeah. you see it especially in in how he handles uh, how he murders uh, the Arathiant woman who made him beg for his life. Mm. He is. He is a man who his reputation is everything, and he is he is a weak person who who lashes out violently mm-hmm. and irrationally. He he can think rationally until he's exposed for the weakling that he is mm-hmm. internally, and then he becomes completely irrational. And I think that discovering this affair would make him look weak. And he would act violently and without thought. Oh, yeah. I, I do agree. He, he would not want to have anything to do with accepting this, yeah. this affair. She, she can control him to a degree, but if he, if he thinks she is not on his side mm-hmm. and he becomes violent, that is when he is too dangerous for even her to handle. And we saw – when we did see that in this episode as well with Daytac. So, yeah. And that's why, that's why I question her, her, her power over him a little bit. But she is definitely the faithful wife. And she does want Daytac to be in control, and she is pulling some of his strings, if not uh, if not all of them. Well, I she think it's like when on... when he's in control, she's in control too. You know, so that's, true. It's that play off of each other. Both she's a wonderful. She'll power. be a wonderful first lady. Yeah, it's like that power <laughs> manipulation, and knowing that if he is in control, then she has more power as well. Yeah. And so it kind of goes back and forth there. I think she just needed some girl and girl action in this episode. I'm just saying. Bro, it's in the middle of, of a virus <laughs> breakout. She she's immune. She's immune. She can touch people. As 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 uh, short round once said, Doctor Jones, Whoa. no time for love. Look at you. Ah, <laughs> yes. Okay. This is this is no, no time for love, Doctor Jones. Okay, we got lots of sick people mm-hmm. and Rathians in a cage, oh and everything's happening at mm. once. Okay, There's a lot so going on. Cool it. Okay, okay, cool it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I can I can stop thinking about that for a while now. Table it. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Daytac uh, to the rescue, so to speak. Right, and there's that there's that great moment, that great scene where he comes in. And he uh, he tells he tells him that his brother is dead, and he well, he tells the Arathian he tells the Arathian that his mm-hmm. brother is dead, and he says, you know, this this plague is a cleansing fire that uh, will wipe the humans from the face of the earth. This you know this whole crisis has convinced me that they are not worth leaving alive, which and sounded incredibly truthful. To yes, him. exactly. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and it totally. You know, from an Arathian's point of view, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like, the, mm-hmm. the humans cannot be trusted. And this totally, it totally could have worked. If if, if if Daytac really felt that way and was trying, you know, to not consolidate his power in a different way, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think that that totally could have worked. But I think 
that play would have ultimately been flawed because even if all of the humans were eradicated, the Votanis Collective could just squash him like a bug. Mm. He knows that there is power in running defiance and owning defiance Mm -hmm. without appearing to be a threat to humans outwardly. But once he gets control of those minds, once, you know, Alec marries Christy and they kill Rafe and he controls the Ghoulanite, then even if he's not the mayor, he is the most powerful man probably for miles and miles around. Because he controls the flow of Ghoulanite. He can give it all to the Votanis Collective. He could hold Erap hostage with all of this Ghoulanite and be like, look, you give me a governorship and all this money and, and a private army, or I give all of this Ghoulanite to the Votanis Collective. Yeah, absolutely. And you yeah. can suck it. <laughs> and that's probably exactly how he would say it. It's yeah. not how he would say it at all. Uh, but it's it's an interesting proposition. He's He set himself up. Why go the mayorship route? If he's already got all of this power that he's slowly building and that he knows how he's going to, to take it step by step, what's even the point of, of going the mayorship route? Is that just a, a feint, a distraction from what else is going on? I th- well, he's an, he's an aristocrat, as you said. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I, Amanda is his opposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So get rid of the opposition. Exactly. Take over her spot. And you'll you'll have uh, you'll have the town and you'll have the money. You'll exactly. have the you can see that official power, and yeah. it's just part of the step of of officially kind of taking over and and, and being tactical about how you're taking. I the mean, power. there might there might be another end game here, but I think that's mm-hmm. just you know it's just his uh, wanting to be the top dog. No, I agree with you. It's like you need to get Amanda out of the picture of being able to, you know, she's just in the way. Yeah. So yeah. it's a it's an official way of getting her out of the way and, and consolidating that power. And uh, I was shocked to see Alec be such a willing part of this. I know plan. Oh, that Gosh. was that was uh, unplugging. That was really good. I was not expecting. That's to do the that first too. time we've really seen Alec go so willingly yeah. to the into dark this side. whole into this yeah. whole power play. I thought yeah. that was really really good. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, because it gave him again. It was kind of like that nice. I've seen Daytalk give that little political speech and sounds so wonderful and. Oh, being so concerned about his town's and people. Now, yeah, he's and he the, had the full reign to say whatever he wanted to say to announce the He's the savior of defiance. Yeah, and he looks so good. I mean, it was so good. But, I love that. But again, let's just go back to that whole that whole rescue scene, so to speak. I'll put that in major quotations because Daytac just uh, just phenomenal, phenomenal job by uh, Tony Coran. You yes. know, just doing that, just going from that and then mm-hmm. throwing uh, – just dousing the, the cure, cure in mm-hmm. gasoline, mm-hmm. Throwing, throwing it, it out. outside, yeah. <laughs> and just like doing burning. that. And yeah. then, and then I think the thing just to keep in mind, and we we touched upon it, his violent side. Wow, did he have a meltdown there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Arathian. Wow. Yeah. He just would not stop beating and beating on that her. That was the most that we've seen him, obviously, seen this his is, side this episode. This we is probably really him. Come out. Yeah, this is probably him at his worst. At his way. most mm-hmm. feral and, mm-hmm. and cornered. She told him For that sure. he had brought shame on his Lero, and he, he just couldn't handle it, and he just went <clears> off. Yeah. And he was ready to kill Nolan if Nolan saw. Yeah. But it's, well, I wonder, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like, I think he, uh, he killed... Um, Connor partly because of his speech before about the humans because it, again it it sounded like it came from a realistic point yeah so Still, I was not someone, ex- I was not expecting that yeah but that did, was, then that, that and that to violent. see him and to see him turn animalistic like yeah. that see I thought too. it was purely about him looking weak and animalistic like like as violent as he was I've never he has never seemed smaller to me yeah yeah 
Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah, it, it's, absolutely. It's like a Pete Campbell move. Like if you watch yeah, Mad yes. Men, yeah. Like it's just like a like a weak, sad little boy who yes. just you get mm-hmm. so furious when someone show shows him how yeah, weak and small kinda, that kinda he is. It kind of shows you up there. Yeah. No, absolutely. It totally was. And I, I but I still was not expecting it to that point. Oh, absolutely. Like, wow, just that. Yeah, but Tony Curran is so great in the role. Absolutely. Um, I want to talk, before we run out of time, we need to talk about Quentin. Uh, oh, Quentin. Yes, that was my favorite part of the Nikki. whole episode. Yes. And, <laughs> and uh, but we, are we saying goodbye to Ghost Luke forever? Please, I hope so. No. I was Please. starting to get used to Ghost Luke. No. Okay, fine. No. Um, yeah, he, he goes... What a dumb to, boy. I know. <laughs> he knows that Nikki's not to be trusted, but he's he, it's his mommy. I know, but this... Uh, Guys. I know. It's wants, his mom. He to see his little mommy Exactly. Again. So he goes to Nikki and he's like, you know, I'm not, I don't trust you yet. You gotta give me some information. She lets him know his mom is still alive, shocker. Uh, yeah. She was like a little slithering snake coming. Oh, she's so delicious. I, <laughs> That's just why I wanted her to come back next season. It was so good. Oh, my she God. She was really good. Uh, I would love to see Fionnula Flanagan on Downton Abbey. Just oh, chew yes. some scenery and too. spar uh, with the Dowager Countess. Please. Yeah. So, um, he, he, he takes, uh, the, the artifact, which we now know. Yes, we learned. Is the, what, the, the, go- the golden knot. The, it's the golden, golden knot. It's, it's a colovan. colovan. It's a colovan. So. It's colovan with a K. If we remember our freaky cave paintings from mm-hmm. episodes ago, mm-hmm. uh, the, the creature depicted there had multiple, uh, multiple artifacts, multiple colovan, uh, around it. So we can assume that there there are more artifacts out there, uh, more Colavon out there. We don't know where they are or what they do, what significance that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, Doc Yule, as we discovered at the end of the episode, uh, used to work with Nikki yeah. and Birch. Yeah, that was such another good ending there, too. And uh, Exactly. So she said, destroy it immediately. You need to destroy it, whether it's because it's evidence of something that they had done mm-hmm. or because of the power it could potentially inflict. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't quite know yet, but the, the possibilities are kind of endless. They are. We know, we know that uh, they, they mentioned change the world or destroy it or maybe both. Yeah. And I think that the Colavon are somehow tied into terraforming technology. Yes, yeah, so I, I was thinking I, That's what I was thinking, thing. too, that, that there is definitely a power. I'm yeah. leaning towards there's a power with these. It's not just uh, evidence of something. There's there's definitely something it's almost, in them. That, it's that, almost like a reset button, I would think. Yeah. To get rid of all the terraforming and to bring probably Earth back to the way it was before the Ark Falls. Or, it. or to transform it again mm-hmm. to maybe make it inhospitable to, say, cast offense. Yeah, or some something. Hmm. Some group or... Yeah, some way, or, yeah. Turn, or turn everyone on the planet into a Mayor Nikki. <laughs> you know, it could be okay. it could be a million different things. We only know that it has something to do with terraforming, which is very very tempting. Uh, mm-hmm. We all a lot of power right there. Yes. So you we, know, we, and we know well, and we know it's not an anti votan thing because obviously Indogene, you know, Doc yeah. Yule's involved. Yep. In yeah, this, Doc so Yule's involved, Doc and, and there was an Indi- the Indogene and the pilot originally. Mm-hmm. Seems yeah. like all the Indogenes we know seem to be a part of it. Exactly. So, uh, so why are the Indogenes and the humans yeah. trying to get their hands on terraforming technology at any by any means necessary? And it certainly was. 
Yeah, because we've only seen Indigenes be sneaky and bad so, so far. far. Yeah, all of them have been untrustworthy. All two of them. <laughs> all two of them. Yeah. <laughs> but also the uh, the the weapons creator guy who we saw episodes ago. He yeah. wasn't an Indigene. Was he, he was not an. Indigene. No, he was a Casty. Yeah, he was he, a Casty. He was a Casty. But uh, I mean, but even that whole you know talking to Quentin, you know, going back to that, and she's basically telling him that she was having an affair with yeah. the, her dad, and that yeah. you know the mom's and bipolar. She, like, t- she tossed it off. She's like. Oh yeah, your mother. Yeah, when I came downstairs. Yeah, <laughs> your mother affair. was bipolar, and I helped. And she was putting rat poison in your buttering your toast. And, and of course, your father and I were having an yeah. affair at the time, so <laughs> that did affect my reasoning in 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 making sure that he didn't shoot her. Yeah, I thought it would discolor our later sexual congress, <laughs> which uh, didn't work out. Which but, you yeah. know what I hated? I hated the fact that they just used the uh, Quentin Rafe. You know, Quentin leaving Rafe behind in the montage at the yeah, end. Yeah, we didn't montage. get a scene. We didn't get to hear Rafe fess up or Rafe say, "Okay, you, you got you can't me. do this." Or you son. can't do. Yeah, exactly. Don't well, go for it. I mean, I get, he couldn't say anything to him really. I mean, do, and do we even think any of that's? But I'm thinking true? That he fessed up. Mm, well, I'm no. thinking, I'm thinking he fessed up to Rafe that he found out the truth. Yeah, and, is that the truth though? Well, if that's exactly my point. It's like we didn't get to hear that conversation, so Rafe could have said that's not true or it's yeah. true, but we just saw but it in why, a montage with really But why music. would she lie? Why would Nikki lie about that? Because she gets she gets the 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 Colavon back that's, and she gets Quentin out of the picture. What better way to say what better way to get that artifact yes. back and say, "Oh, I know how your mom died." Or say yeah. your mom's still alive, yeah. and I'll tell right. you where and, she is. And if you get give him it to me. and get him out of the picture completely, yeah. and get that evidence away of him trying to. That's a stronger. Talk to Rafe, that's so. a stronger motivation know, than getting it. But yeah. I, I honestly think I think she told I think she told him that information because it would get it would get him out. I think it is the truth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not because sure about I think that yet. she thinks he's too stupid to affect her plan. She like she literally she called him a very stupid boy. Uh, well, he is for just giving yeah. that up, but right. I, I, I don't know. I do wonder. I'm questioning because of her. I still think there's some slithering ways. I still true. think there's a twist. In I there think somewhere. I do too because I don't know if it's necessarily true. I think it's it was mostly a way to get him true. Out. It might be mostly true, but I think there's still hints a twist. of truth to it. Maybe yeah. the affair, other things, but I think it was a way to get her. You get Quentin out. Of the out you get Rafe preoccupied with Quentin mm-hmm. leaving, and yeah. mm-hmm. and that's your perfect to go down time to, yeah. to squirm back S- in squirm back and, and take, restart the affair. That's right. Yeah. That was going to take take the power back. No, hey, his daughter's getting married, and empty nest syndrome settles in. It's time. Time to dust off those old bones. Mm. <laughs> Womp. Okay. Uh, I think it's time that we get into, since we're already talking, predictions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. All right. Scott, I want to hear your predictions. <sighs> Mary Nikki has to come back next season. Uh, no, um, I'm going to go along the lines of that where I'm going to say that you know, she she's getting Quentin out of the picture because she wants to have this take this power back, uh, and we're going to find out obviously wh- wh- what this gold knot really is in the next episode or two. Is it is it something that uh, is an old artifact or is it something that holds a lot of power? I think it holds a lot of power. Something to do with terraforming, and um, I'm I don't know. I'm still curious what the whole indigene connection is though. That's something I can't quite figure out yet. Curious, but yeah, I'm very curious about that. Why is why is there that that collaboration with those type of uh, with those two? So it's gonna be good. Nanda Velasquez. I'm gonna say two things. I'm gonna say uh, one that's more long term, and one that's probably gonna happen this season for sure. For this season, I think um, Daytax gonna definitely get an upswell mm-hmm. of uh, of mm-hmm. people, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Orissa 
starting to question uh, question uh, Nolan and Amanda and maybe take Daytag's side in some things. I really think the anti-human talk that he had can be a very motivational speech mm-hmm. to all the votans. Absolutely. Yeah, can divide, can divide so, more. And yeah. I think Arissa will be the weirdest bedfellow for that, so to speak. But I, I could see her mm-hmm. possibly being swayed. That would be a really big step if she mm-hmm. if she got swayed. And the other thing I'm going to say, I, I really do like the idea of that. I didn't think about it before the show, but I really do like the idea of the fact that Amanda did have the baby and maybe gave up the baby for adoption or, or has it somewhere with family, someplace else that nobody knows about. But I'm also going to mm. say, I'm going to say that E-Rep's going to find out and E-Rep is going to use this child against Amanda at some Whoa. point. But I'm going to say that's going to be a really long-term, yeah. long-term mm. goal, probably season two or something. I don't that's think it'll good, happen uh, this season. That's a good, good one right that's there. That's a I unique one. Yes, I do I, like that. I think I think Daytac's going to win this election. Wow! I think oh, Daytac I is going to win the election. Just if only because the story becomes far more comp- complex, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, and difficult for our characters if he is in power. And I think I think putting him in power is far more interesting story wise. Uh, I'd like to see Daytac get the mayorship. Part of me felt like Quentin gave Mayor Nikki a fake golden knot, but how could he really fake it? And she would totally know. So she seems to, yeah, she seems to know a lot about that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But I do think we're gonna find out what it does by the end of the season. Oh, we definitely will. Yes. Um, and I want to know its connection to terraforming versus what the ships actually used mm-hmm. when they terraformed the planet. Yeah, because this this artifact was already on Earth, mm-hmm. yeah. so it couldn't be the same technology. No. So I'm wondering if it's like the root technology, or if it's some kind of a beacon. I'm sure we will find we out will. later in the season. Scott Moore, TBD. where can people find you? They can find me uh, here doing the uh, True Blood after show on Sunday nights, and also on the old Twitter there at sman80 s m a n eight zero. And Nando, where can they find you? You can find me uh, here at AfterBuzz. Uh, Hannibal's season finale is this Thursday. Also, I'm doing Arrested Development and uh, just started doing Falling Skies, so catch on those. And you can find me on Twitter at Nandovell. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Mad Men After Show, which is having a very spectacular live finale this Sunday, June 23rd, at the John Lovitz Comedy Club here in Los Angeles. If you live in the area, you definitely have to come out. We're doing a roundtable Q&A with the cast and creators. I can't name names, but we are super excited at the people that we have. You do not want to miss this. Uh, tickets are available at johnlovettscomedyclub.com. If you enter the coupon code ABTV, you will get $5 off your ticket purchase. And you'll find me here on AfterBuzz TV later in the summer, I believe, with uh, Under the Dome and Low Winter Sun. Thank you so much for watching or listening, and we will see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 